0: Hello everybody, WFAN The Kid here, coming at you with a NBA podcast today, the first one in a long time, and the primary subject, the New York Knicks, and they are a story this year, seven games into the season, winning record, currently fifth seed in the Eastern Conference. I I cannot tell you. The last time that the Knicks have been a playoff spot. I know it is seven games into the season. I don't even think two weeks. I don't, Barely, not even two weeks have passed by in this young NBA season yet. And But it, it has been very fun to watch so far. And the Knicks play their eighth game. Try to make it three wins in a row tomorrow night, Utah. Utah going to be playing back-to-back. Face the Nets tonight. In a blowout loss in Brooklyn. And hopefully the Knicks can keep it rolling. Tom Thibodeau has really brought life to this team. He knows how to utilize this team. And after the first two losses, where things fell apart in the second half, he fixed it. And another thing you notice while watching the Knicks game, he sees a mistake. He does not let it happen. It is timeout automatically if he sees something he doesn't like. And he, he doesn't care if he winds up with zero at the end. He'll he'll take it anytime. Something he doesn't like, you're gonna come off, he takes a timeout. Simple as that. And I think he's doing a great job with this uh young group, one of the youngest teams in the NBA. We are led by uh, Julius Randle. Um and I feel like last year, this year, huge difference, huge difference. He's acting like a leader He got a triple-double and putting up great numbers consistently. We need a consistent player like that in New York. And so far, it's him. And he has really stepped up his game from last year. Rebounds, assists, points, defense, getting it all done. Maybe could work on the free throw shooting. Maybe the three-point shot a little bit. My only criticism towards you, Julius. But otherwise, absolutely phenomenal. You are leading this young group. Um, pretty much better than anybody could since Carmelo, I think. And keep it up. Keep it up to all of you. And Emmanuel, quickly, another story. The Knicks picked him up uh, 23rd pick, I believe, late second round. And what an acquisition this has been so far. Uh, shooting perfect from the free throw line. And his, um, really, he he has such a knack to get to the free throw line. His specialty is drawing fouls and he he can do it on demand multiple times per game he knows how to get people to foul him and that is very important skill for somebody that is as good of a free throw shooter at him as him absolutely spectacular game against atlanta last night and um he he was playing good he's a young player usually coaches will not leave you out there in crunch time at the end But he was... The Knicks were down to 14 in the third quarter last night, folks. And they came back to win. And it was just... It was fun to watch. Very fun to watch that comeback. Led by Emmanuel quickly. He was um, intense on defense. Not the best defender, but still, uh, I think, did an okay job on defense. But really, the story... Knocking down threes from, like, very long range. And it was honestly... Fun to watch. Getting to the line. Had that um, key steal from Trey Young. Don't know how he did it Um, in the third quarter there. Actually, it was the fourth, maybe. I'm not sure. But it's just a great performance by the Knicks last night. Great defense. And then Austin Rivers, the last two games, Indiana and Atlanta. Big wins. Both road wins. Um... And just absolutely great defense crunch time. That is what the Knicks have been able to do, um, winning four out of their last five games. And it's been very fun to watch. Three wins out of a four-game road trip. The only bad thing on that road trip, the performance down in Tampa, Florida against the Raptors, the shooting... The shooting, the shooting just was awful. They've picked it up since then. Tom Thibodeau has fixed the issue. RJ Barrett's back knocking down jump shots, playing 40-plus minutes a game. We got that under control. should be, it should be actually, I think, a good matchup, the Jazz versus the Knicks. But they were absolutely decimated by the Nets tonight. That was just a massacre. And then another um, interesting thing is the Knicks have been getting it done with injuries. Tom Thibodeau playing seven, eight players a game and sticking to those guys. Uh, and, of course, Obi Toppin hurt. Alec Burks hurt. Two key players hurt. Emmanuel quickly just came back from injury, I think, a few nights ago. We we have really had to deal with the injury bug so far. Frank Nilakina injured as well. New Orleans Noel, we heard yesterday, he's injured as well. And it's honestly been fun to watch. You know, this reminds me, not to cross-mix sports, but and I'm nowhere saying that the Knicks historically are nowhere near the Yankees, but it reminds me of their performance in, into the 2019 season. They dealt with all these injuries, and all these uh, guys that were left, they did their jobs, and they got the Yankees... Uh, deep into the playoffs, I think that was the year they lost to the Astros and the CS. Yes, I remember that, the cheating. Astros, we lost to the Garbage Bangers. Uh, yeah, I remember that year. But the only reason I bring it up is because they've both... I know it's early in the season. They've both been able to persevere, get victories, um, with short staff. And, actually, I think the only difference in how they're playing is the Knicks, you have a competent coach and the Yankees, you have Aaron Boone who I honestly Joe Girardi, I feel like we'd be much better with you Aaron Boone, I don't know that's a topic for another podcast but the point is these Knicks, these young Knicks surpassing expectations with a tough extremely tough schedule and I feel like after that first win against Milwaukee. Pretty much nobody gave that young team a chance against Giannis, Middleton, Drew Holiday. Honestly, one of the most stacked rosters in the NBA. I don't know who had the Knicks winning that game. I think they were they were crazy underdogs in the betting thing. So they won by twenty points in that game, one thirty to one ten. And that had to feel good for the young guys. Had to give them confidence. Playing in that game, if you could take down Giannis Antetokounmpo and the rest of his uh, crew, then they, that that was on obviously a big confidence booster for them. Uh, four out of their last five are victories, and it, it it has been absolutely fun to watch as a Knicks fan. I've waited to see a competitive Knicks team for the past five years, and it gives us hope that we finally have a year to watch a half-decent basketball team. Not saying we're going to be the best or anything, but it really, it is nice. It is nice. And um, the Jets, uh, it was fun to watch. in the I believe it was the 15th season, Todd Bowles got us a 10-6, and six, still missed out on the playoffs. And uh, I wonder when the Jets will be like that again. But it, it is really, I have not in my entire life rooted for a good basketball team, and it feels good. To, for the, uh, to see the Knicks doing as well as they are, and Tom Thibodeau, um, he couldn't have come at a better time for this team. We've it feels like where has he been? Where has he been for the last uh, painful uh, half decade or so? The past five years, where has he been? Because he is just doing a great job with these Knicks, and Mitchell Robinson, another player to mention, good defense, a lot of blocks against Indiana. He was honestly he dominated Sabonis. That was a th- uh, that was the matchup first game of the season. Robinson Sabonis. Robinson could not keep Sabonis in check. Scored way too many points against us, and that led to the really the Knicks how they lost the game a bit in that second half. Just couldn't keep up anymore, and they were knocking down shots. And then they had Sabonis who was really having his way in the paint, even hitting some jump shots. And the refs, being a little nice to him, giving him some foul calls. But that was the difference in the second game. Robinson just played outplayed Sabonis. It's as simple as that. If I had to pick a current and best player on the Knicks for the season so far, it would have to be Julius Randle just because of he he's really been a team player and he's really leading us can't rj barrett's been too inconsistent and alfred payton another player to watch again so many players are doing so many good things for these uh for this team all of them contributing in some way pretty much and um alfred payton not a name that could go unnoticed he is our point guard can't can't shoot very well uh has definitely has to work on his jump shot a little bit has to work on his free throw shooting as well but uh very nice driving to the basket making close shots uh very good skill of the ball. Uh, and it's been fun to see him watch. While I wouldn't consider him one of the Knicks' best players still. He's picked up his game and he's been doing his job as well. And hopefully they could get a win against Utah tomorrow. And Hopefully I'll be making another podcast on the Knicks very soon. Hope Maybe later in the season. Hopefully they can keep this run going. Maybe get them to the first playoff appearance and I don't even know when. It definitely... Uh, in a while, because I haven't uh, seen them make the playoffs in my uh, fandom of the Knicks. But hopefully, let's keep it up, Tom Thibodeau. Keep doing what you're doing, and uh, Julius, keep leading us, man. Just been absolutely phenomenal. All right, good night, guys. W F and the kid.